High School Basketball on Round Guy Radio is brought to you by Rob Moore, your livestock risk management of Mediapolis, Iowa, 4N Plumbing of Washington, Kyoto Transmission and Repair, Real Smart Highlights of Columbus, Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa, Wester Drug of Wilton and Muscatine, Home Plate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa, Iowa, back on sponsoring us, and the Packwood Locker, soon to be Griner Meats and Groceries of Richland, Iowa. Well, we got the coach of the Oskaloosa Indians, and we'll first want to mention the Oskaloosa Indians are sponsored by Home Plate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa. Uh, can you introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm uh, uh, Brandon Lenhart, been the head coach here at Oskaloosa for now three years, my fourth year. Um, yeah, enjoying it, and everything's going well. Yep. Okay, well, I, I don't know much about your team. I'm going to call the game. Just going to pick your brain for, for yep. some names and stuff. Who's your big guy in the middle? Yeah, we'll have a couple guys that'll kind of kind of move back and forth between those positions. But uh, um, Gus Bunnell, he'll be our, our starter at the, the five spot for us. And uh, next forward would be Carter Blanc. And then we had a kid coming in, probably like our sixth man from a forward position. The next guy coming in, Xavier. Uh, Xavier Edwards. So those guys uh, do pretty good. They can they can uh, play a little bit on the perimeter and play inside. Um, probably you know uh, most of the guys are inside oriented. Rebound pretty well. Rebound out of space. Play pretty hard. You know fight for position and and, and those things offensively and defensively they'll they'll. Okay, well, uh, who's your forwards that can uh, get some rebounds and, and yeah. mix it up in the paint? Yeah, like there, I said, Carter Blanco's one, and then uh, uh, Jamar Cisse's a kid that'll come off the bench, and, and Gus Bunnell got be a guy that'll board it for us, and we're hoping to get some some rebounds from some of our guards too. So that's that's really where it's going to be won, whether or not we can rebound from that guard position. Okay, too, well, so. uh, we'll talk a little bit about your guards. Uh, some of them are distributors, you know. Some of them are shooters. You know, who, who's got the who's got that outside shot? For yeah, that? a couple couple guys that can can really shoot. Uh, you know, play play from the perimeter. Two two real uh, dynamic kids are Aiden Scholes. Uh, he's a senior for us. Um, been a starter for a couple years now. And then Max Roach, who's a sophomore, was a freshman starter for us. Um, both average about a uh, little over 10 points a game. Um, shoot the three about uh, 30 plus percent from from three. Um, you know, Max is a kid that really, really sees the game, sees the floor pretty well. He's a pretty dynamic player. He can, he can distribute. Uh, average about 3.5 steals a game last year, and about well, actually about 2.3 steals a game and about 3.5 assists per per game last year. So, um, both of those two guards are pretty dynamic, pretty good size for the uh, for our uh, shooting guard Aiden Scholes. He's about 6'3", and Max is a smaller guy, but he can he's real shifty. And, and uh, can get places, get off the bounce, get places off the bounce, and do that. So yeah. Sounds like they do things that you want guards to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got two pretty good guards. Okay. Um, and a few other guys. Well, who are some of these uh, uh, guys that might be coming off the bench? Yeah. So we got uh, uh, Landon Romas is a kid that uh, um, really can guard, really guard and rebound, and really attack the uh, attack the paint. Um, we got a, a kid named Carter Shin who really shoot. He can really shoot. Um, Trying to think of a, a few other guys coming off. So uh, Kane Boonder uh, is our quarterback, uh, starting quarterback here. He's he'll be a uh, a good guard coming off the bench for us. He's really had a nice uh, nice pra- early going into practice practices, and then uh, um, all those guys had pretty good off season, fall, spring, summer too. So yeah. Well, you you get about ten days of practice. That seems to be give or take a little bit. That's about what time yeah. you're allowed. It isn't yeah. very much. Right. Uh, walk me through those ten days. Yeah. So I mean, you know. The foundation's been built over the years. You know, this is a group here that uh, uh, this is their their fourth year 
uh, with me. Um, they're you know just finished their third, so we're, we've been in this together. So it's a group that's really you know four of our seniors um, have really been been in uh, in the gym and and it really the foundation's been laid you know in the off season, the fall, spring, and summer with them doing the the open gyms and and uh, the workouts that we've been putting in place and stuff. But the ten days um, have been. Uh, um, really intense, that uh, competitive. I mean, the atmosphere has really been really competitive, um, and uh, uh, a fun fun to be a part of. Just because of the experience, they have a lot a uh, lot better feel of the game and understanding of me as a coach. And um, I came from uh, I was a college basketball coach for 20 years, so uh, you know, trying to trying to get the lingo and the, the language and and kind of how how we do things and how we want to continue to do things throughout uh, my time here at Oskaloosa. Okay, well, uh, tell me, uh, uh, have you played any scrimmages or jamborees? Yeah, we or? yeah we, yeah, we went to uh, we scrimmage Cardinal at home, and then uh, went to Linville solely and played those. Okay, uh, well, played we those know uh, we know those two schools. Yeah, uh, so uh, uh, how did Linville solely look? They look good. Yep, they're big. Yeah, uh, they're they're up there, a yeah, big star of the yeah, Sickle Conference yeah, up there. Yep, yeah, they uh, they really uh, they hurt us inside. They got a kid named Nash still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they yeah. Nash and then. Uh, yeah, they got three big ones. Yep, that uh, uh, they, they had a big kid that really kind of was really effective against us, and he was really efficient around the basket. And so uh, we struggled with those with the size and uh, and strength. Uh, they out toughed us. Uh, we only played two quarters of jamboree, so we only played two quarters. Mm-hmm. We had uh, probably about three or four guys that were were out, and then about two or three guys that were sick. So it was one of those things where yeah. you know tough. It, it, well, tough it's the jamboree. Yeah. It's, it's, it's about getting. What did you get accomplished out there in, in those? Well, you know, scrimmages uh, and jamborees. No, and to be honest, with you, it was a good experience for us from the from the foul count standpoint. The new new rules, yeah. uh, understanding that what that yeah, looks like. Um, yeah, I was gonna. I got a question. I guess it's kind of come up in my mind. I was gonna ask you a little out of, out of order, but uh, I called the Waco Holy Trinity game last night. You know, and as it happens in a game, you know, like a team gets four points up. Now you're two points down, right? So normally you want to foul the other team to uh, stop the clock. But then when you give them two shots instead right. of one shot, right. they just keep making those baskets. And then right. that two-point lead goes to six points and eight points, you know. Makes uh, that clock run uh, a little bit faster. I don't faster. know. You, 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 <laughs> are you going to have to rethink strength your strategy about yeah, I think how, so. you, how uh, you know, I mean, I just don't know what to do. I just want the games to end mercilessly. Or, that's kind of the thing. Uh, I think that's, uh, it'll speed the game up a little bit. It, that's uh, part of what uh, they wanted but that, to do. That's definitely a big change yeah. uh, uh, going in. So there's a, And I think we'll have more feedback and think about it a little bit more. Is something I haven't been a part of. Well, you know, the college I, I the college it, girls but, scene is, you know, that's what the college girls scene has been for a while now. Oh, but, has uh, Yeah, that's, that's where we're kind of modeling off the college girls, really a lot of the things that are going on with us a little bit, right? So um, the five fouls, two shots after five. Uh, well, uh, I, I mean, I know this is the first game. You probably know a little bit about Fairfield. Right. I know the they've they've there, there's four three or four really good players that they had from last year that aren't back yep, this right. year. They got the Riley Perkins kid yep, seems Perkins. to be the the leading of everything. Yep. But uh, what do you know about this Fairfield Trojan team? That's kind of where it's at. You know, Perkins the Perkins kids is what makes them go. He's the cog in the wheel. You know, so um, you know, as a guy that's we're going to have to focus on. Um, quite a bit, you know, and the, and the Wheaton kid played a little bit last yeah, year. Yeah, Sam and, Wheaton. And then Boatwright played a little bit too. Yeah. Um, those those three kids and then another kid I'm kind of missing, but, uh, uh, you know, what I've known, they, they played mix of man-to-man and in some zone. They'll pack it in. They're not going to pressure you a ton. And, um, you know, they're, they're, they have decent size and stuff like that. But uh, that Yeah, they don't have a, a – yeah. you know, they don't got the Max Wheaton 6'6 yeah. guy, yeah. but they got some – 
six three guys yeah. and six two guys and and quite a few of them just like anything you know the the kids that uh that are you know taking place of those other kids you know they're they they believe in themselves and our coaches believe in them so you know they're pretty hungry everybody's going to be pretty hungry about this time it's going to be um you know tough go in my opinion no matter what team you're playing early go because everybody's pretty hungry excited to get going excited to play so um you know they're a team that's gonna you know run some you know some dribble handoffs and some running ball screens and and uh, some motion offense type stuff so it's gonna make mix between man and zone and try to pack it in and take away that drive and you know, not a lot. We don't know a ton about them, but uh, know enough that uh, you know we can kind of try to attack. What, them what, you know, forget about what they're going to do. What yeah. are you going to have to do to be successful? Yeah, we're going to have to. Uh, we're going to have to guard. We're going to have to rebound, and we're going to have to be tough. You know, execution's going to come with us. We uh, play our game, um, defensive and office, offensively. We have to really control the paint. You know, that's really a defensively and offensively. Got to control the paint. Got to control the boards. Um, Really got to. We can't be fouling, right? That's kind of been an issue. So, of ours. Yeah. are you deep? How many Little players do you have from, from senior to freshman? So we have. Uh, let's see, five seniors that will contribute. That's very good. Yeah, five seniors that uh, would look to contribute. We have about uh, four or five sophomores, uh, two juniors, um, and you know, there's a mix. We have about ten or 12, 12 guys that we feel like we can count on. Uh, there's not a real big drop off. You know, so we feel like we're you know we're anywhere from nine to twelve deep, um, in a mix of sophomores, fresh or sophomores, juniors, and seniors. So, uh, yeah. Well, I called three games. Uh, I called a jamboree game between Wilton and Holy Trinity. Yeah. And that was a shootout. That yep. was a shooting contest. Right. Lots of points. Uh, then we uh, uh, called the, uh, the Waco Holy Trinity game last night, and that was more of a fist fight, ballroom <laughs> right. fight kind of a game. Right. Uh, just called the JV Oskaloosa game. That was more like a, a Royal Rumble wrestling uh, uh, match. Yeah. Uh, lots of different kind of styles of games. Uh, you got to be prepared for whatever, whatever kind of, whatever you got to do to win, right? Right. No doubt. Yeah. Well, we'll try to be an up tempo team. We'll try to play fast. Um, we'll try to get up and pressure and guard. That's kind of us. We'll, you know, we'll see what happens tonight. But we'll try to control tempo and on both ends of the floor. All right. Well, this has been the pregame show. Thanks for being with us. Well, we're talking Winfield Mount Union Wolves basketball with uh, Coach Clay Edwards. Welcome to the program, Coach. Hey, thanks for having me on again. Well, we got just a little little bit of data in. You guys already played uh, your first game. Uh, who'd you play and how'd it go? Uh, we played over at L&M uh, to Tuesday night and won 52-27, I believe. Well, that's pretty good. Uh, they got this uh, Northup kid that's pretty great. Uh, um, mm-hmm. What do you think of that kid? Yeah, he's a nice player. You know, he's he's a tough one on one matchup because um, he, you know, he scores at all three levels. He'll shoot three. He'll, you know, he can post up and he can he can drive it. He's really good about getting to the foul line. So, yeah, he's he's a he's a tough matchup for for anybody. All right. Well, can you just kind of walk me through how that game went? Yeah. So, um, you know, it, was, it seemed to be fairly slow paced. Uh, we were. Um, you know, kind of surprisingly really good defensively. Um, you know, we held them to through three quarters to 13 points. Um, our, our kids just did a really good job of uh, knowing where, where Ty was all the time. Um, Carter, Carter Lloyd and, and Cole Milks had the assignment of, of guarding him most of the night. So they did a really good job. You know, he ended up with 13 points, but um, they were a hard earned 13 points and he had to make some, really tough shots to get those but 
you know, and we then when they did put shots up, uh, we limited them to to one shot for the most part all night. Um, Abram had a huge huge night on the defensive glass. I think he had 14 defensive rebounds. Um, so, and and then other than that, you know, we we made enough shots. We weren't great offensively. We did a good job of getting the ball inside and playing off of Abram, um, but we didn't we didn't necessarily shoot the ball great. Um, we only got to the foul line twice, but, um, you know, we, we did enough to, to win comfortably. And, um, you know, it was a, it was a good night to start the season off. Okay. Well, tell me, uh, um, a little bit, who, who was your offensive performers in that game? Um, Abram led us with, uh, 24. Um, you know, he was 12 for 17, I think. And, um, you know, the guys did a really good job of finding him. Uh, Jake Edwards would have been next with um, 13. Um, you know, he, he got three threes to go down and then a, a couple couple jumpers. Um, didn't didn't shoot a great on the night, had a lot of good looks. But um, and then after that, it was, it was really balanced. You know, Carter had a nice night getting to the rim and finishing. Um, you know, Cole had a couple putbacks. Uh, you know, Max Edwards had a, had a putback and granted Anderson – um, so yeah, just a, you know, pretty balanced after, after, uh, Abram, um, everybody was involved, moved the ball. Well, we took care of the ball pretty, pretty well. I know at halftime, we only had three or four turnovers. So, um, they did a nice job for being so early in the season and very limited amount of practice time so far. Yeah. Uh, it was a pretty short, uh, 10 days of practice, I think about, uh, give or take, uh, before the the season started off, how um, uh, how do you feel? You feel like your team's chemistry is there. You think you got your timing, and um, you know, I think some some schools are are still kind of trying to find their way. Uh, uh, but it seems like you guys right off the bat seem to be playing uh, uh pretty good team play. Seem like yeah. you, you got pretty good chemistry, pretty good timing. Yeah, I, I think I think it helps that you know we're pretty much juniors and seniors that have been playing together for. A long time um you know if we're a bunch of fresh new faces and you know had that the long football run and then we've been limited in practice so far i'd, I'd probably uh, we'd probably be farther behind like we haven't been able to do our two a days or um you know go as long in practice just because i want the kids bodies to kind of recover from the the football season yeah that so, was it was a uh, um a brutal football season and you guys played four or five games more than a lot of teams. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so well, let me ask you teams. a little bit. Uh, you, you mentioned Cole Milks and uh, Carter Lloyd. I, I know those guys were pretty banged up. Uh, uh, how, are, how are, there was a, I mean, let's just, I mean, there, there, there's no question. There was a lot of, um, you know, there was a lot for a body to endure. Uh, a lot of guys, you know, were banged up here and there uh, coming yeah. out of the football season. And you, you already mentioned, you know, you had to kind of, uh, adjust for trying to get some of these players to heal up. So what is all, all the player status that are um, trying to recover from stuff from football? Well, um, Cole had only, uh, he may have only gotten two practices in before our game. I think he maybe practiced last Friday and then Monday. Um, so he was, he, you know, he was just getting back. Um, Carter, Carter only had to miss a couple days there to, to start and he's, He's been there, um, been, you know, practicing for the most part. So he didn't miss a whole lot. Um, 
cam is still kind of day to day. Um, so we'll, we're just kind of seeing, you know, we're not going to rush him because we want to make sure he's completely healthy for, um, the meat of our season and, and postseason. Um, you know, Kale Johnson was a little dinged up. So he, he missed some time there at the beginning of, um, at the beginning of basketball. So he's just kind of getting into the flow and, and, you know, and he is a new, a new one for us. So he's got a, a, quite a bit to learn. Um, and get up to speed with with other kids that have been here but so yeah it was I mean we were we were having to pull freshmen over to practice with us to you know just to have five on five in varsity um, which isn't really fair to you know those kids or the upperclassmen because there's just quite a bit of difference um, experience wise and then physicality wise but it was kind of what we had to do so um it's been it's been slow. We still have we still have a lot to put in that we normally have put in by this point. But um, you know, it's it's just the way it goes. Were, was there any of those younger kids though that impressed you a little bit? The um, kids that be on the bench or maybe down in JV that got pushed up uh, to kind of fill in for some of these injured players in practice? Yeah, yeah. You know, um, like Cody Milks has done a good job for us. Um, that's Cole's little brother. Uh, Parker Wilson's done some nice things. Um, he's actually given some of the older guys fits at times, um, uh, like Nick Sparrow, you know, he's, he stepped in and done a nice job helping out. And, um, so yeah, and you know, the more that they can, you know, we'll grab them every once in a while, pull them over and have them play with the older kids just to get them, um, you know, a little bit acclimated to the speed of the game and the physicality because it's it's really night and day between jv and varsity um if we're if we're being honest so the more we can get those kids just a little bit of exposure exposure to that i think is is better so um and then we you know we have a, a transfer that won't be eligible until the middle of january um that uh he'll he really brings a different dynamic to practice like he's He's somebody that's really hard to guard. So, like our guards are, you know, defending him in practice, and and honestly, there's probably not anybody in our league quite like him. So, um, you know, it's getting it's getting him locked in defensively. Well, uh, um, yeah. So, uh, you know, I had a coach once said that the uh, the starter's curse is the bench player's blessing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so anytime that she gets good. Well, uh, uh, is there anything else about that first game you want to talk about? No, no, just um, pleased with the kids with the effort and expected it to be a little rusty. And it was at times, but um, they they did a nice job. And and uh, yeah, especially defensively. Well, uh, who who else you got on the slate for this week? So we got peaking tomorrow night. Oh, here that's another good one. Yeah, that'll be that'll be good there. Um, you know, always well coached and athletic, and, and play a good brand of basketball. So that'll that'll be a good early test. Then we uh, we play a team out of Illinois um, on Saturday down at Central Lee um, for a, it's kind of a Iowa Illinois shootout that Central Lee District's putting on. So um, you know, us Davis County and Central Lee are all be playing a team from Illinois. Oh, well, so that'll be that'll be fun, you know. Just kind of something. Obviously, you know, it's not a conference game or anything like that. So there's not going to be a ton of preparation put into it. We'll just 
put out our basic stuff and kind of see where we're at. So um, it'll it'll be a fun one. I know they're pretty good. They're a pretty good team. Thirty four and two last year and returned everybody, and they got a D one kid on their team. So it'll be good. A good early test. Yeah, that's exciting. Um, yeah, some of these non conference games are, are can really help you get prepared. Uh, well, uh, uh, so uh, you got this big game next week with Waco. Uh, well, uh, what do you tell me a little bit about that matchup? What do you think is gonna um, you're gonna need to do here in this one? Yeah, um, you know, really just take care of the ball. Um, we got to make sure we get good shots on the board. Um, you know, it's always I think by this point. Um, we kind of know what they're doing. They kind of know what we're doing. So um, we we just got to, you know, against the 2-2-1 press, take care of it, get good shots up, um, and then and then defend their, their guys. You know, they got a couple guys that put it in the bucket uh, pretty well. So um, we'll have our hands hands full garden, garden them and um, should, should be a, really a good matchup. You know, they're – Match up with the size wise, probably better than anybody else in the in the north anyway. So, um, yeah, it should be a fun one. Yeah, that's going to be an exciting one. I'm going to try to get there for that myself. Uh, tell me a little bit about uh, uh, who else you got on the the. That's Tuesday night next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you didn't have a Monday game? No. So when's the next game after that? I think it's Friday, but I have no idea who we play. To be okay. Well, just uh, going one. One at a time here. <laughs> you got enough on your plate for for all uh, uh, what we got going. Well, uh, anything else you want to say before I let you go, Coach? No, no, just excited to kind of get into the meat of the schedule, get get things rolling, and uh, you know, start getting kids back healthy and fresh. And um, I think by the middle of January, we should be a well-oiled machine that looks pretty good. But um, yeah, we'll we'll keep plugging away and fighting until we get there. Okay. Well, uh, uh, thanks so much for being with us. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks. We're talking uh, Van Buren uh, High School Basketball, Van Buren Warriors with Coach Schillen. Welcome to the program, Coach. Yeah, thanks again for having me. Well, I understand you uh, uh, Monday night got into a barn burner uh, against Cardinal and you came out on top and it was a little bit of a talk of the town uh, uh, with that game. Uh, but I, I called you because I wanted to hear, hear a little bit about uh, – was it like a 58-57 game or something like that? Yep, 62-61. 62-61. So uh, did you win it on a last-second shot, or did you just hold them off uh, just long enough, or how'd that come out? Yeah, we kind of started out a little sluggish on that game, and uh, we kind of just kept with it and kind of scrapped by it the last couple uh, quarters. Um, We were actually up with uh, four sets four points with like 4.3 seconds left and they threw in a three at the last second. So um, at that point there was like eight tenths left and we held the ball to, to seal the win there. And so um, the score kind of at the end made it look a little closer than what it was. Um, but at the end of the day, we'll take the win. Yeah. Okay. Well, kind of walk me through that game. Yep. Um, you know, like I mentioned there last week is we have a pretty young squad. So it took a little bit of time to kind of get us, uh, getting used to the varsity speed and get our kids um, ready to go. Um, I think we started the first quarter um, 
down 18 to five. So we kind of had to, had to take a little bit of a moment to catch our breaths there at the end of the quarter break. And um, we had a good leadership from Lucas Fett that I mentioned earlier. He was already the front runner for us, um, kind of taking the ball to the hole, just things weren't following, falling well for us. Um, second quarter is kind of when we came alive. Um, we won that quarter. It was like 18 to 11 on that. So we were still down at the half, but um we really started to kind of see what we've been working on the last two weeks there. Um, our kids were doing the right things. Our shots started falling and, and we were able to kind of put Cardinal into those situations where uh, they were kind of giving the ball up a little more of that during that second quarter. So um, the reason we were still kind of down is Cardinal was shooting really, really well in that first half, uh, making threes from um, kids that we weren't necessarily prepared to, to be making those shots, but, uh, kudos to them for that. So uh, we've talked to the kids, kind of reevaluated, and said that the defensive rebounds were going to win the ball game for us and making them turn the ball over. Uh, came out in the third quarter and won that quarter as well. Um, our shots started falling, falling, and theirs kind of started stalling a little bit. So uh, once we won the third quarter, the fourth quarter was kind of when the barn burner started and, and the true fight. Um, and luckily, we came out on top there with that one point victory. I do think we were up maybe seven um, with less than a couple minutes left. And like I mentioned earlier, uh, they hit a couple threes down the stretch when we were kind of stalling there. Um, and uh, like I said earlier, too, I'm happy to come away with a win. Yeah, uh, I bet it was exciting. Um, well, uh, uh, who was the leading scorer for the game? Yep, um, Lucas Fett, um, senior point guard for us. He kind of had a breakout game, really. I know it's only the first game there, but um, he's a kid the last few years that has, has helped the team, but maybe not so much on the scoring end of things, but getting other kids involved. And um, he led us that night with 20 points. Um, I don't know if that was career high, but I assume it was. Um, and then following that was uh, Isaac Leffler with, I think, 15 or 18 points. So um, we actually had a good round of, uh, scoring. We had three guys in double figures to follow that up was uh, freshman Will Coral that I mentioned uh, last week as well. That um, He's way way more mature than beyond his years. Um, he doesn't look like a freshman out there. He had, I believe, 13 or 15 points there. So um, to have a freshman in his first varsity experience step onto the court and, and uh, help his team out like that, you kind of be more proud as a coach to be able to have a uh, round score. And those three definitely were our leaders that night. Yeah. It's, uh, um, uh, uh, what about rebounders? Who was getting your rebounds? Yeah, there's no one that particularly sticks out. Um, and the reason for that is, is for, you know, I've been the assistant coach the previous four years, and this is my first year as the head coach down here in Kiyosakwa. And we've worked so hard the last five years now on rebounding. Um, we aren't a very tall team. I think the tallest kid on our team may be six foot. And so we have to rebound at all times. And so the Overall, there was no no outstanding rebound person as far as true rebound numbers um, because we're spreading the wealth so well. So, um, you know, if I had to pick someone to give a little bit of credit um, is Gavin Titus came into the game off the bench for us. He is a senior. Um, he got quite a few rebounds and key possessions for us. Um, and then the typical leaders of Lucas Fed and Isaac Leffler. Uh, one kid I want to also mention that really gave us a spark on both the offensive and defensive end is uh, Lincoln Bainbridge, sophomore for us. 
he really lit up the the rim. He hit two threes in key moments for us in that third quarter to help us take the lead. So well, couldn't be happier with that win. Well, you put it all together uh, uh, on the first night. You got a big win. Uh, then you had to travel up to uh, New London. A uh, 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 couple couple nights uh, travel in a row, back to back games. Uh, sounds like your 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 legs kind of run out of gas there, maybe uh, late night game. Yep, yep. Two nights of away with a young team. I mentioned earlier with uh, talking to multiple people is is we have to bring our A game every night of the week when we play in the Southeast Iowa Super Conference. It's just such a tough conference. Playing that away game and having a barn burner um, on Monday night and then getting on a bus and going to New London where they're such a physical team, quick team. Got to give credit to Coach Porter for that, um, having them show up and be ready to play. Our kids were a little lethargic there. Um, great learning moment for us, and and uh, I think the kids were a little bit disappointed that we didn't uh, see the side of the scoreboard that we were on the previous night. But overall, it's the second game of the year, and we look forward to, to keep the wheels turning in the right direction. Well, Coach Carter got a little payback from what you did to him last year, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Tell me a little bit about about the New London Tigers. Um, I haven't really got a chance to see them. I know that they graduated um, like four or five of their starters uh, from last year. Yep, and uh, they have uh, the coach's kid. There's an, he's a sophomore, Brigham Porter. Um, luckily, or good for us anyways, that uh, he got into foul trouble in the first half, so he didn't see quite a bit of minutes. But um, they have a number 11. I don't remember his name off the top of my head that just really crashes the boards. He's their lone senior, the returner from last year that did play a significant amount of times. Um, he's just a natural athlete, and you have to give him credit. Um, he's just one of those kids that every coach dreams of having as far as crashing the boards and getting to the rebounds. And, um, he really hurt us on the on the our defensive end, um, their offensive end. Um, but they had a well-rounded attack there last night with a lot of good guard plays and, and their defense. Like I mentioned, every year you know what you're going to run into with New London, and it still is difficult to get through on the offensive end. And they're a well-coached ball club. Yeah, it's it sounds pretty exciting. Uh, well, uh, you're off to a pretty good start. Uh, where, where are we at the next couple? Uh, well, we got Friday and then next week. What what are the the highlight games out of that? Yep. So luckily here we start our home stretch. Um, we played Notre Dame at home on Friday, um, and then we turn around next week and play West Burlington on on Tuesday, and then we have another. Uh, you could call it a Southeast Iowa Super Conference rivalry game with uh, Central E at Central E on that Friday. So, uh, like I mentioned earlier, that Southeast Iowa Super Conference South Division is tough. Um, the ex- particularly the next two games with Notre Dame and then West Burlington. Um, I look at those two to be kind of at the top tier of the conference this year. So uh, we look forward to the challenge. It's going to be a challenging week, but I think the kids are excited and they feel like they have a good chance to at least uh, be competitive in it. Yeah, I I think it's, uh, uh, yeah, you got a lot of great teams, a lot of great games, but there's some, some opportunities to see the team. Well, uh, is there anything else uh, before I let you go? Nope, I believe that's it. All right. Well, thanks for being with us, and congratulations on an outstanding start. Well, we're talking Holy Trinity Crusaders, who are off to a, just a flying start. Uh, two wins right out the bat. We got Coach Elledge with us. Uh, welcome, program coach. Hey, thanks for having me again. Well, uh, let's go over that first win uh, against Waco, and which was a, 
kind of a bar fight there. Uh, real physical. Um, uh, you know, the the Lichty kid, the Waterhouse kid, and uh, uh, your son, and and uh, uh, that Gelling kid. There was a lot of banging around in there, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah, that was um, that was uh, kind of an instant classic type of game. Um, it's always fun to go up to Waco. Uh, that coaching staff is just 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 a top notch, uh, full respect for those guys. And, you know, they put out a good team every year and, uh, it was, it was really remarkable, uh, to get out of there with a win with, uh, with the horses that they've got up there. Well, I mean, the score kind of, um, if you look at the score, it, it wouldn't indicate what a great game that was, you know, well, the first thing that kind of come to my mind in that game was now that, you know, every, every time you foul somebody, that's a two shots, you know? So mm -hmm. if you're trying to, you know, like you normally would do at the end of the game, you, you foul a guy, then he goes to the line for one and one. And if he can miss that first one, you know, you got a shot to come back there and catch up some points. But when they shoot two shots and they hit like Luke did, like 10 out of 10 or something down the stretch, uh, uh, it just, in, instead of saving you time and getting you back in the game, it puts you out of the game, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, uh, I was pretty happy with um with the way that we uh, were able to shoot uh, foul shots up there at Waco. I think we were 16 for 20 and uh, overall. And I think, yeah, like you said, Luke, Luke was 12 for 14. So uh, we'll take that 85%. And, uh, yeah, I and think it was like, the, say, it was right down the stretch where he just hit them all. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, cool hand Luke, you know, uh, when, when the game's on the line, you know, it's it's – it's good to, good to have him at the free throw line, typically. Well, uh, Maddox Rung played great, but Lane Rung, uh, I don't know, how many, how many threes did he hit in that game? He ended up having us. He ended up hitting us six. Six? That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. You yeah. know, sophomore, um, played a lot last year as a freshman, but this year, you know, he's uh, pulling up, you know, 30, 32 minutes a night, and uh, just, just really proud of Lane uh, to be able to step up and hit those shots. Well, uh, a, a different game, but the same kind of scenario. I think you're down like nine at the halftime, weren't you? Um, I was trying to remember where we were. Um, well, somewhere in that vicinity, maybe. Six, yeah, somewhere nine, in there. Nine, yeah, something, it, uh, yeah. I think maybe seven. I, I, it was, but you were behind. Yeah, uh, it was 29-23 at half. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so six points. Uh, yeah. But – same thing happened last time is, is you kind of erased that lead almost immediately. And then, yeah. uh, you know, they'd have a run, you guys would have a run, but that, that, that down the stretch, that last, you won that game in the last, I don't know, less than two minutes. I'm thinking, what do you think? Yeah, we, you know, we tried to, we got a little lead going there and, um, we just couldn't pull away, but that last two minutes, we, you know, kind of took control of the game. But, uh, you know, the willpower of uh, that Waco team with, with Hunter Hughes and, and Colton Lackey and, and, and Chase and, and the rest of the gang, they just keep coming. I mean, they, they may be down, but uh, they're, they're answering the bell and, and coming back out and, and just hitting tremendous shots. And, you know, I mean, they just they just keep coming. That's going to be a Waco team that's going to be a tough team to beat come postseason. Well, uh, uh, for certain, they're, they're headed for a spectacular season. Uh uh, well, uh, uh, anything uh, uh, particular about this game that you want to talk about? Any, anything you thought you really did well? Waco, I think I think in 
in terms of Waco, I, th- I felt like we did a really good job of just having a lot of poise and confidence, you know, and that's one of the things we've been hammering on these guys is, uh, you know, you've got the, the experience, two and three years of varsity experience, and we need to see that on the court when the game is on the line. And, you know, I, th- I think we saw that uh, Monday night and last night. Well, it was an instant classic. It was a, um, really, I, I, I couldn't imagine a better start for the Round Guy Radio uh, opening bell uh, uh, game. But you had a, a, another game, I believe, last night, uh, didn't you? Yeah, we, we had Danville at our place and uh, historical powerhouse Danville. Yeah, they, they came down last night and uh, we snuck away with the win there. And uh, if you thought if you thought Monday night's game was physical, Tuesday night's game was was unbelievable. Yeah, Roadhouse territory. I, I understand. Roadhouse, yeah, yeah, yeah Patrick, Patrick Swayze style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, love it was that. Fun. It was a really fun night. Um, the kids uh, got out, raced out to a great start. I thought we were going to pull away immediately. Uh, Danville is extremely well coached with those soak up twins and. Uh, hats off to their kids. They stayed in the game, um, and uh, it was pretty close at halftime. Um, and uh, I think the halftime score was somewhere around. Uh, let's see here. It was twenty-one uh, twenty-two. They were ahead, and then we just raced out in in the uh, in the third quarter. And I think we scored seventeen points in like three minutes. And I thought we were on cruise control. But uh, they just kept coming. They just hitting tough shot after tough shot, and they got you know we had some uncharacteristic turnovers, and uh, but in the end uh, we were able to pull it out uh, by by seven there uh, versus Danville. First time we beat Danville since uh, 2018, so we were super happy with that win. Well, the last time I saw your team, they were uh, walking off the uh, uh, the visitors' court with a big smile on their face. Uh, what was the atmosphere like there uh, at home, and uh, um, was it special for your kids to get this one at home? Yeah, it sure was. Our crowd, uh, I don't know if you've ever been to any of our volleyball games, but our our boys in, in school in general follow volleyball like it's Alabama football. Um, the crowds are insane, and, and it was fun. We had that last night. Uh, we had a nice crowd, very, very loud student section. So, uh, you know, we, we sure appreciate that, those fans, those that six-man uh, across from the bench that were just, just screaming their heads off uh, for a Crusader win. It, it was awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, any, any players stand out in that game uh, uh, against Danville? Uh, you know, everyone really played well. I, I, I got to start with my guy, uh, Maddox Rung. You know, he doesn't put a ton of points on the table, um, but he, he, you know, he, he just, he just gets after it. He's my glue guy. That, that guy had uh, 10 rebounds last night out of my uh, six foot one off guard, 10 rebounds. Um, he had seven assists um, and a uh, bunch of deflections he, and you know, four points, but four points are, doesn't mean anything to him, you know? So, uh, he was probably, you know, if I had to have a player game as pragmatics, uh, Luke had 20, he worked his tail off to get to 20. I think his, his arms look like he picked, uh, raspberries or something. He had scratches everywhere. Um, and then, uh, Connor Galing had 12 
Lane Run had three threes and nine points. And then my uh, my point guard general Adam had five five points and uh, and five assists, um, four rebounds. So every everyone really played well. We had a few more turnovers than what I'd like to see. We had thirteen turnovers, but um, you know we'll get that figured out. Well, uh, I have to say this, and I'm starting to. I mean, I know that we're only two days into the season, but uh, I'm a a well traveled man, and I've seen a lot of basketball teams already. You know. And nobody moves the ball like you do. Nobody can pass the ball. Uh, and Because and, most teams, you know, they pass three or four times and it gets tipped away, you know. But yeah. you guys can hold that ball for a long time. Uh, is this something, is it because these players have played together a long time? or? Uh, I think uh, it's a combination of that. We got some high basketball IQ guys. They've played together a long time. And they're just uh, they're just the best friends. I mean, they're together nonstop. And um, I think that all of that um, equates to a lot of good chemistry and, uh, and you know, just able, able to play together really well. And, you know, the, the, the interesting fact about this whole team is they could care less who scores. Honest to God, they could care agree. less who scores. You've got guys that play their roles really well. Uh, uh, Gelling, he, he's a great forward. You know, yeah. he's, that, he's that presence, that second presence down there that you need, uh, and he plays his role well. Uh, you're both your guards. Uh, Maddox is, is a great general. Adam's a great general. Uh, he does a lot of the work. Adam does a lot of the work. His stats might not be the, the highest, but he does a lot of the work of getting the ball up there. But yeah. there's such good communication between the two guards and the forwards, and you guys can work all, all sides of the court until you finally get a good shot. Uh, um, and, you know, I think, yeah, like I say, your basketball IQ is really good. I think it's going to carry a long ways. I think you're yeah. you're off to a special, special season. Uh, well, uh, let's wrap this up real quick, but let, let us know uh, uh, where can our listeners find uh, uh, your games at next week? Um, We've so got next, one Friday, don't you? Yeah, next week, or Friday, we're, we'll be at, um, we'll be up at West Burlington. So we know they've got those uh, two stellar guards and sounds like, uh, you know, a lot of guys have developed around them. And then um, Tuesday we go up and, and see my good friend, Greg Worrell at Mediapolis. Well, that's going to be a great Friday, one. Friday we'll be up at, um, at new London and uh, sounds like they're playing, they're playing well as I think they got a victory last night. Yeah. So, uh, to, yeah. yeah. Coach Carter, he's, he gets his teams going, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they, they lost some really good ones, but, um, you know, so a lot of teams, the Fairfield did too, but they, they were on fire. It seems like to me, it's more about doing like what you guys are doing and, and having everybody playing their roles really well, you know, uh, yeah. uh and having that guy, the, the big guy, everybody's got to have a big guy and you guys got the big guy, but he's surrounded, uh, almost perfectly by, uh, just the right kind of talent around him. And you guys have the right attitudes and, uh, uh, you guys like to win because you can see those smiles. Well, uh, yeah. any, anything else you want to say before we let you go? No, I don't think so. All thanks, right. thanks for having me. Well, thanks for being with us. The Waco Warriors are brought to you by 4M Plumbing in Washington, Iowa. We've got Coach Kissel. What's on the program, Coach? Hey, thanks for having me on. Let me talk about Waco Warrior basketball. Well, we just uh, uh, we're corner a little segment for this week in uh, high school basketball. Uh you already had uh, – uh, I just want to talk about the game that you played and then what else is coming up. Sounds good. All right, well, let's go over that that first game. Boy, that was an exciting uh, 
a kind of a bar fight of a, a basketball game there. Uh, um, but uh, I guess the difference in that game was just the last two minutes. There really wasn't any anything else uh, in that game where it changed. Uh, but the one thing that did come into play that, that I noticed uh, right away was that now that it, uh, if you foul a guy, he gets two shots. It really doesn't uh, – um, it's not that conductive to stopping the clock with a foul, is it? No, no. The And I don't even know. I think we've reached the bonus both teams, I think, once during the whole game. And so, yeah, getting five fouls in a quarter uh, is kind of steep. It's, so it's not as easy to get into that bonus situation. And uh, so taking a foul here or there, you're not as worried about getting into – getting into that bonus situation and letting the opponents get those extra free throws. Well, uh, I was kind of thinking this, this matchup, uh, and it didn't exactly play out that way was, uh, uh, they have a uh, Luke, uh, I call him the Skywalker Hillage, uh, and Colton Lichty. I thought, uh, you know, um, the battle between the brick house and the Skywalker was going to be, you know, and, and I want to see, could they push him? Could they get in there? Uh, I didn't think they did. You pushed him back. He 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 got to the basket ten times more against Wilton than he did against you guys. Uh, talk about Luke Hillage. Uh, um, what kind of a player you think he is, and uh, uh, how effective um, you know Waterhouse and Lichty were at kind of keeping him from the glass. Yeah, Luke's a fine player. He's a coach's son, so you know he has a key to the gyms, and so he's going to be in there pretty often shooting, and so he has a nice stroke from the outside. Uh, but he's also, uh, if you talk to John, their coach, you know, and dad, uh, he's been in the weight room, and so you can see he's kind of thickened up a little more. And so we had a strategy of slowing him down, and we put Clayton Miller on him, somebody that's really active to kind of run him off that three-point line. And then uh, – kind of feisty enough to if he did drop down there onto the block he could lean on him a little bit and just give him kind of a little different feel and so the rest of the team was responsible for helping off their players if the ball did get dumped in there and so I thought we we handled him pretty well through the first three quarters I know he had five points in the first half uh, we really limited his looks and then in the fourth quarter uh, things kind of came unraveled for us there in the last four minutes where he got a couple clean looks at threes uh, it was something that they had success on with uh, the younger Runk Lane. I uh, really carried him through the second and third quarter. He had all 23 points, his 23 points in the second and third. And then I think Luke had what he had, 14 in the fourth, uh, where he kind of got loose on us a little bit as we had to focus a little more on uh, Lane there on the outside. And so it was a great game to be involved with. Uh, it was back and forth. I felt like we were in control a lot of the game, usually up four to six points, and they'd hit a three, and all of a sudden it's back down to two, and we grind away, get it built back up to four points, and then they hit another three, and it's back to one. And So it was, like I said, it was a nice game back and forth. Uh, you have to give them credit down the stretch. We had three empty possessions where they drew a couple offensive fouls and a turnover. So we didn't get shots or even you know opportunities to score. Uh, and they were able to build a bit of a lead. And then all of a sudden, we're having to get a little more aggressive than we wanted to be, uh, fouling. And like I said, Helgi, I think, ended up uh, 10 for 10 at the line to finish the game. And, you know, and that, that is what finished the game, his free throws. Yeah, I, I would say that was the difference in the game. You know, you got two, three points down, you know, and you need to stop the clock and you foul the guy. Well, it's, you know, normally he just shoots a one and one 
If he misses yeah. the first one, you got the ball back and going the other direction, you know. But now if you foul him and he gets two shots and he sits there and and, and hits ten in a row on you, you know, and yeah. now now you're down you were down two points, now you're down four points, next time you're down six points, you know. Uh yes. yes. It, it's, it's hard it's, to get that give back there. But you know, in the same respect, there's a shot clock, so you don't have to foul as soon and so like I said, we were within three with uh, just under two minutes to go. And I think Kelly hit a three at that point. Uh, they set a little double screen against our zone, and they'd been doing it all night. And it seemed like we had a different guy on top every time they ran it. Uh, so they hadn't seen it, couldn't adjust to it. And we had hands in their faces. And like oh, I said, yeah. Lane and uh, Luke both hit some tremendous shots. Both ended up with 23 uh, to counter what we had out of our production out of our seniors. Hunter had a nice game, ended up with 21 points. And uh, you talked about Colton. Uh, he had 15 and 10 rebounds on 7 of 10 shooting. And so we, we had enough offense to win, just not enough defense to stop them. Well, if you had one player that I thought I was really impressed, thought I thought was ahead of what I thought he would be, would, would be uh, Waterhouse. I thought he really played great. What, tell me a little bit about his performance. Yeah, Chase came off the bench of this game for us, um, and so he was a little more fresh when he got in there, and he ended up with close to a double-double. I think he ended up with seven points and nine rebounds or just flipped of that, uh, but he's just a solid kid inside, and so uh, he his shot was just a little off after missing a few practices there on family vacation over Thanksgiving break. Uh, normally it'll hit that outside shot that he was taking at the end of the game. Uh, and it just didn't fall for him. And we had a lot of those just in and out shots offensively, but, uh, Chase just gives us, a, a, I don't know how you want to say a man presence in the lane where he just kind of controls the paint and uh, you're not going to get anything easy offensively against him because he's going to be there. And then he's just going to fight for every offensive rebound. He had several putbacks for us. Well, another player that really caught my eye, uh, was this Eggly kid. I, I thought he did a great job of, of bringing the ball up the court. Yeah, Isaac's put in a lot of time with AAU. Uh, he's a freshman point guard for us, and he, he's just solid. He's a solid ball handler. Uh, he plays really good defense. He can shoot the ball. You didn't see that uh, yet. He, he didn't quite give us the shots that we were expecting down the road uh, as he kind of deferred to some of the seniors. Uh, as a freshman, you kind of expect that. Uh, but yeah, he he does. He's putting a lot of time for us, and so you'll see him, and you'll see his numbers continue to grow as he gains confidence here playing his first varsity level basketball. So well, he's a good ball mover, a good dribbler, and a good passer. So uh, I think he's going to be big to your for your team. Well, what do you think you did well in that game? What what would you what did you come out of that thing and say? Well, we did this really well. Well, if you really watched our defense, we had some great rotations inside, really sealed up the middle there for most of the first three and a half quarters and uh that was just great effort by our kids if you watch what they were trying to accomplish with setting screens and ball screens i talked about clayton just being super active and limiting all the looks that uh their top scorer uh, luke kelly had uh, we also played really solid defense on we haven't mentioned him uh connor gelling he's a big post uh he did a great job defensively against us but we yeah he was he played a great game too yeah, so our, our whole strategy was you know, to protect the inside, work our way out, and it worked for the first quarter and a half. And then, like I said, Lane Rung uh, all of a sudden took off, and he had 23 points over those next quarter and a half period. And so, yeah, he was lighting, uh, the, lighting the threes up like a Christmas tree. 
Yeah, so they ended up as a team with nine threes. Uh, and usually you can work teams out. And uh, that was one of the things we were hoping to get to their bench. And uh, there were just enough stoppages and plays, enough foul where uh, those their starting five didn't have to leave the floor. And so offensively, uh, we got some good shots, good looks uh, in moments there. And uh, just didn't finish all of them yet. And early on in the season, you know, you're trying to knock off the football rust and all that. So that's something we're going to improve on. But we're getting the shots that, you know, we want to take. And the kids we want to take them are taking those shots. So uh, we had we have four seniors, and we've already talked about Colton, Hunter, Chase. Uh, Reese Oswald is our fourth senior starter. Uh, he had some good looks. He just does, like I said, he does stuff that you don't always see in the stat book whether it's a, a rebound here, a hustle after a loose ball, a deflection. Uh, so he does a lot of things for us that, like I said, is kind of one of those glue players. I know uh, John talked about the Rungi kid for him being that glue player. That's kind of Reese's role, and so he accepts that and does really well for us. Yeah. Our other senior, Noah Freed, comes off the bench, and he didn't get his opportunity Monday night, but he will down the road. So uh, I was really pleased with the way our kids played. Like I said, it's just at the end they were able to make a run and then finish us. So – that happens. It was a good game. It was a competitive game. And those are the kinds of games we want to be in because that's what gets you ready for, you know, down the road when you want to make that push at the end of the year. Last night in the game, I, I was thinking to myself, man, that Graver kid was fantastic. You know, uh, he, he was such a big presence out there. You know, I mean, um, he's, he's, he's a little hard to, uh, a role it's a little hard to fill, isn't it? It is. Cody did a great job for us protecting the rim. And so you can see uh, Colton Lichty, he had three blocks, I think, the other night. and uh, But he's not 6'6 and all arms and legs. You know, he's, he's a little bigger body. So that adjusts the way we play as far as having that rim protector. Our guards are a little more, uh, I don't know, I say aggressive attacking players when they get it inside the post to try to dig it out, try to force them to throw it back out. Uh, to kind of help inside there where Cody didn't have to help off as much because he was just a one-man blocking show inside. All right. Well, is there anything else about this game? Because I, I want to spend a couple minutes talking about maybe some games you got next week or this week even. No, it, you know, it's a tough loss to start the season, but it was a great game to be involved in to start the season. So uh, we learned a lot about ourselves, things we got to improve on, and so – it was a Monday night game, and Tuesday was our bye, so we have three days now to improve on that, getting ready for Wapolo on Friday. So Wapolo uh, is on Friday. Now, they uh, have a couple pretty good players, this Belzer kid and this Lance kid. Uh, um, uh, they're a little, they're another year older, uh, a little, another year taller, I guess. Uh, uh, what kind of, uh, what kind of uh, challenge are these kids going to present? Well, just what you said there, uh, they're talented kids, they're talented athletes, uh, that if you don't have that same kind of athlete, they can cause mismatch problems for you. And so luckily we do have some kids that can match up with them. Uh, so we need to be able to, you know, control our fouls, keep them off the line and, you know, just be aggressive with them. Uh, you mentioned two kids. Uh, we really want to test their bench and, uh, so we want to get after it, push the ball up the floor, get out in transition, press, uh, just do anything we can to wear you out so that we can use our best, our bench, uh, which should be a strength of ours this year against some of these teams that uh, just don't quite go as deep. Okay. Well, uh, what other games? I know uh, a week from Friday you're going to be uh, in Columbus, and I'm going to be on the call on the Wildcat cast that day. Uh, 
what else you got? Do you, do you know any other games that you got between now and then? Or? Well, just a little rivalry game there next Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll be hosting Winfield that night. And so uh, they took care of L&M last night with some uh, good play out of the Edwards boys. Uh, it was good to see that Milk's kid is playing. Uh, so he looks healthy and Lloyd looks healthy. And so that's going to be a challenge for us. You know, you have another team with uh, – we talked about Waffle has a couple athletes. Winfield has a, a few more. And so uh, they're going to be a little more talented group, a little more uh, confident after their football run. And so we're going to have to be ready to take care of business Tuesday night. So That, that sounds a lot like a round guy game of the week there. I'll tell you what, if I can't be there, uh, I bet I could talk Scotty Melvin into coming to that one. Yep. And, you know, you don't know the status of uh, Cam Buffington. You know, he's still healing from football. He didn't play last night. But uh, so we look for him to get healthy. And that'll be a, another challenge when they add him to their lineup. Yeah, they'll, they'll present a formidable uh, challenge anyway. Sounds like a great game. So. It's the Wapolo, uh, and then you got the uh, home game with uh, uh, Winfield Mount Union, uh, uh, and then you got the uh, uh, game at, at Columbus uh, Friday, right? Yep. So we start the year with three at home, and then we travel to Columbus. So uh, it's like I said, Wapolo is going to be a challenge on Friday, and if we can get past them, we'll have another challenge at home on Tuesday night against Winfield. So um, that's a good way to start the season. And I know Jeff Mills is going to be there for the Wapolo game. So, well, uh, thanks for being with us, Coach. No, thanks for letting me talk about Warrior basketball. We got Coach Perkins here. We, we thought we'd uh, recap this game. Coach, uh, uh, for a first game, I don't think it could have come out any better. Do you? No, uh, we played great. Um, beyond expectations for us. Uh, our first scrimmage, I think we put up like 38 points. So for us to come out and score in the 60s, that was a great game for us. Yeah, um, when we saw you before, you, you, you had some spurts where you played really well, but it looked like you were working on stuff pretty much. Uh, but tonight it seemed like it all came together, didn't it? Yeah, we've been a work in progress for several weeks. I think uh, these scrimmages leading up to tonight were a really good kind of a, a learning experience for our guys. There was a lot that we needed to put together with new guys that haven't played a lot. So when we got all those guys moving in the same direction with some guys that have played some, like Riley, Sam, and Luke, it really it really looks good for us, I think. Yeah, uh, there was a lot of great players. Uh, one player that came off the bench and seemed to really – help you a lot was this Zillman kid. Tell me a little bit about him. Yeah, Eli, he's a sophomore. Um, he made it to state as a high jumper as a freshman, so got a lot of bounce, um, active on defense, covered. Kid's got like a 6'6 wingspan and he's 6'1", so really good rebounder, excellent uh, excellent at putbacks and and does a lot for us coming off the bench, so we're really proud of him. This Usman might have rockets in his shoes for as high as I saw him get. I've never seen a kid jump that high he, before. He's a heck of an athlete. Um, he missed out on his freshman and sophomore year because of injuries, so he's pretty much like I tell him he's a redshirt freshman. So <laughs> he's, um, he's making up for it, Getting though. his first experience out there, he really played well. Um, for him, it's about limiting turnovers and just contributing on defense and, and making the small plays, and I thought he did that tonight. Consigo and Wheaton also were big tonight. Uh, tell me about their contributions. Well, they're always big. Great defenders, good rebounders. That's what they kind of hang their hat on. So they get out there and they, they play good defense and they get after it on the boards. And they're kind of uh, uh, big motor guys for us. So they keep us going uh, when things aren't necessarily going the direction we want them to. We get behind those guys. They're big football players, kind of like running backs. You can 
run behind them. So. Well, uh, I didn't realize how many points your son had. We we uh, I talked it over with uh, with Lee Munts, and and we thought he was a player of the game. So why don't you? Uh, I think he had like 27 points or something. Uh, uh, tell me a little bit about his performance. Well, he he played pretty well tonight. That was the he shot the ball well. I think he didn't have he had a couple turnovers that I wish he would have not thrown those balls. But other than that, I think it was a smart smart game for him. Made a lot of good decisions. Um, shared the ball pretty well. We uh, had some really good looks that we we didn't connect on, but uh, we ran ran our offense well. And you know he was the recipient of some good looks. So. Uh, any other night it could be any one of those guys, so tonight it was him. The JV looked really good. The varsity looked really good. Was there anything out there that you that you are going to be having to work on there, uh, anything, uh, timing issues or, or anything that you might uh, need to work on? Or, there's always, it was pretty flawless. There's always a lot we need to work on, so it's back to the drawing Well, sure, sure it is an energy and effort because it was all there tonight. Thanks for being with us, Coach. Hey, thank you, sir. I'm talking to all the Round Guy radio listeners out there with livestock. If, uh, we've got a couple sponsors that are specifically going to help you here. Uh, first, we want to mention Rob Moore of Livestock Risk Management Partners. If you need to manage the risk of your livestock, get a hold of them. But if you need to move your livestock, uh, Henshaw Trailer Sales, located on uh, Highway 78 in beautiful Richland, Iowa, uh, talk to Corwin Henshaw about his new Hillsboro trailers. They got a 10 year warranty, and these are the state of the art. These are the best trailers you can get for moving cattle. 